Hey, what's going on, people? It's Jay Good of StraightOutTheDan.com. I'd like to welcome you to the Straight Out The Dan podcast. Uh, this week's podcast is brought to you by the good folks over at Lander. You know, based in Montreal, Canada, Lander is the world's first intelligent drag-and-drop instant mastering service by Mixed Genius. So just by, um, you know, for being a listener to this podcast, what we're going to do is give you two um, free MP3s of your master. Um, all you got to do is go to Lander.com. That's L-A-N-D-R.com slash promo slash S-O-D-D. Go there right now and um, get a free trial. Go ahead and um, it's a very simple process. And they just updated their their site. There's all kind of um, dopeness and they've made it a little bit easier for you to do everything you need to do. So go and check that out right now. Uh, once again, it's Lander.com. That's L-A-N-D-R.com slash promo slash S-O-D-D. And I'll have that in the show notes as well, just in case you guys couldn't uh, keep up with me spelling it out. But this week's podcast, um, we're going to focus on something that I wrote an article. Uh, it's, it's been quite some time now, um, a while back, um, detailing how to get on the blogs. And now this, when I wrote this article, this was way before uh, this podcast had this type of focus. Um, and, you know, I was thinking about it and, you know, I was like, you know what, maybe I should bring this up in the podcast and just dedicate a whole podcast to, um, figuring out how to get on the blocks. I think that's like the, the toughest question. Um, you know, it's the biggest mystery, um, for most artists nowadays, like you create dope content. Um, you know, you, you are talented at what you do. Um, you generate all of these great videos and, and networking with everybody to make this elaborate content. And then you can't get anybody to pick it up. You can't get the blocks to pick it up. And so you're kind of in a hard place, you know? Um, and so I just want to kind of give some guidance today on, on, you know, on just some things that I think, you know, be helpful um, to get you on the blocks. So, so like I said before, back when I wrote this article, it was eight tips. Um, so I, I want to keep it at those eight tips. I'm just going to go a little bit more in detail about the eight tips um, on how to, you know, truly get on the blocks, in, in my opinion, of course. So, you know, the first thing um, that, that I'll say above everything, it, you got to have a plan. That's number one. And I know that sounds very simple, but you'll, you'll be amazed at how many people just don't have proper planning. So before you do anything, you know, have a plan, you know, and that plan can include, you know, you want to, um, I want to drop artwork or I want to, you know, I, I, I want to have a, a, a month cycle, um, for my project, you know, a month, promotion cycle, whatever that plan may be, just make sure you have a plan. You got to have those goals in mind and set those goals before you even think about um, contacting the blog and hoping that they'll reach out to you and, you know, and and post your stuff. That's what, you know, that's what it all boils down to. You want somebody to post your stuff. So have that goal, you know, and and that goal is, it's not a hard process, man. It's, It's not even, that difficult to get on blogs, you know, you just got to have the, the right expectations. But I, I think if you if you set those goals and have a plan up front, then you kind of know how to navigate through all of the, um, you know, everything else. So that's number one. man. Um, number two, be honest. I'm going to pause there for effect. Uh, be honest. And, and what I mean by be honest is is let people know exactly where you are in your artistry. You know, that's the key in building blog relationships. Uh, I can't stress this enough. You know, I've been running straight out to den.com now, um, going on three years now, um, three years in November. And the one thing that I can truly tell you, uh, is all about relationships, 
all about relationships across the board. It's um, relationships with the artists, relationships with, um, you know, different publicists, all of that. It, I can't stress the importance of a relationship. You got to have it. You know, it's, it's one of those things where people think that you can just kind of fall by the wayside and not have a true relationship with anybody in oh man, I make good music. I'm going to get on the blogs. I guarantee it's not going to happen that way for you. You know, that's one of those one in every thousand people that works for. And truth be told, it's just like, you know, the, the chances of that happening are very, very slim. So, you know, you definitely got to be honest in your artistry. And when I say that, it's, it's very simple. Tell people exactly where you are. If you're an artist that just started rapping, you know, three months ago, let people know like, hey, I just started rapping three months ago. That's fine. You know, people love understanding. They love to meet people where they are. Now, I, I will say this. Um, this is some, something that you can look out for. Know that if you're being honest, you will get closed out of a lot of doors. If you tell people up front like, hey, I just started rapping, you may close a lot of doors to um, huge blogs. And you know something? That's completely fine. You know, I think one of the biggest issues with um, music nowadays is people want to attract the attention of the major blogs immediately. And the truth is, you're not going to get on those huge sites. Like our site is is a what I like to call a, a second tier site. We're not the biggest site in the world, but we're not the smallest site either. We've, uh, we've built um, a market and we've definitely... Um, built an audience and, and you guys are listening. So you guys, you know, you're part of that audience, but we're not top tier. And, and, and I'm not afraid to say that we're growing to be a top tier, but we're not top tier. We're not, you, you, we're not complex. You know, we're, we're not uh fader. We're not uh two dope boys. We're not not right. You know, those guys have earned that respect. They've been there and, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, a lot of times people try to jump out of the gate and get on those sites without a, a relationship or anything. And the truth is, you're just going to have a hard time getting there. So rather than waste your time trying to get all the way up top first, you know, there's so many blogs that are coming up. And, and here's a little here's a little um, <laughs> and hopefully, no, I don't ruffle any feathers by saying this, but it's just the truth. Um, it's all about being honest. Right. I guarantee you that if you catch the attention of 20 to 30 small blogs, the big blogs are going to see that and they're going to eventually cover you. It happens all day long. It's just the truth. Um, you know, sometimes these bigger blogs, they don't have the time to go through all these submissions. So they're, they're going to look to see, well, if this guy's getting the attention of, of, you know, these, you know, second and third tier blocks then okay maybe it's time for us to take a look so i'm not saying that that happens all the time but guarantee it does happen so i say all that to say is focus on where you're at if you're if you're a new rapper and you're just coming out the gate and you don't have that marketing budget then you're not going to get on those huge blocks you got to attack small and, and work your way up so that's um you know be be honest on where you're at that's that's number two um now number three is one that that is so is so important and you know I it took me a long time to realize this as well timing is everything um you got to be cautious and, and we're speaking on terms of email that's how most people attack blogs you know they're sending submission emails and all of that um so when I say timing is everything you got to be cautious of the time you send your email um a lot of people send emails early in the morning and that's great um 
and, and sometimes in the early afternoon. All of that's fine. I, I, I'm an advocate of getting people emails as early as possible. Two, two reasons why I say that. Number one, um, what's the first thing? I'm going to ask you a question. What's the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? You know, most people are reaching for their phone. I'm guilty of it too. Um, but if you're reaching for your phone first, you're probably checking all your social media. You're probably seeing what emails you got coming in. Even if you don't go through and physically check, you're going to glance to see like, well, who sent me an email? Well, guess what? Bloggers, the owners of blogs, they're real people. They're doing the same exact thing that you're doing when you wake up in the morning. They're looking at their phone and they're saying, oh, okay, I got a submission from this person. I got this. I got that. You know, all of these things. So that's just something to keep in mind. Timing is everything. Me personally, I wouldn't try to send an email out very late at night um, unless you're dealing with somebody that deals with a lot of traffic um, during the day and, and at night is their, their downtime. If at night is their downtime, downtime when they actually reading emails, then, hey, there you go. I go. I say all that to say that, you know, the odds are, are with you. It does come back to that relationship. If you don't have a relationship with these people, you're guessing. You're doing a guessing game. So if you're going to do a guessing game, my I would say guess early morning to send these emails, you know, um, get them to you can send them as early as, you know, four or five o'clock in the morning. By that time, everybody is asleep. You shouldn't wake anybody up. Most people probably have their phones on do not disturb, um, but they'll get it. They'll see it as soon as they wake up in the morning. You know, even if you do something anywhere between six and 10 um, a.m., I think is a good indicator. If you're sending an email around 10 or 11, um, you know, and you're on the East Coast, we're on the East Coast here in Atlanta. Um, somebody on the West Coast will see that email around seven or eight o'clock. So that's just something, you know, to, to keep in mind. If you send that email at 6 a.m., you want to make sure that you're sending that email to 6 a.m. in any time zone. You know, time zones really do matter, believe it or not. Um, you'll be amazed at, at people don't look at that, you know. Um, and, and, and on top of that, something while we're, we're really speaking on email is something that I didn't have here in my notes, but I just really thought about it. And I want to let you guys know um, email service providers are great. They're ESPs, uh, you know, MailChimp. You probably heard of a MailChimp. Um, that's who I use personally. Um, there, there's others. Um, Mail Merge, I believe, is one mail. Um, there, there's so many. But you know what? They're, they're just like MailChimp. I just use them because I'm so used to using them, and I want to make sure I'm using a real-life example for you. Um, those ESPs, email service providers, the reason why I say use those um, is because you can track your information. You can track to see who's opening your email. You can track to see what time they're opening up your emails. You can see all of this information is valuable um, for you uh, moving forward. So if you, you do a test run and you're sending out your emails and you're sending them out early in the morning, and hey, nobody's opening up your email. Well, there's two things to look at. Number one, you should make sure you have a qualified list. If you're going out spamming blogs, it's a good chance that they're ne never going to check your email because they're they're not looking um, for you. They're, they don't know who you are, so they're not going to check your email. But if you're not spamming people, the other reason why they may not be opening your email um, in the morning is because, hey, they may not operate on a morning schedule. That might be somebody that operates on an, on an evening schedule. So um, those are things to look at. But the only way that you're going to really get that information, that valuable information, if that's your, you're working with an ESP. So look them up. You can type in... Um, email service providers, and, and they'll give you a list. There, there's quite a few out there. Um, like I said, I do recommend MailChimp because I, I just, I, I like how it works for me. Um, and so that's, that's, you know, that's number three. Timing is everything. Um, number four, keep it simple. 
I had a um a a teacher in high school. Um, his name was uh, Leon Nelson. Rest in peace, Mr. Nelson. Uh, mass media teacher. Uh, one of the you know, best guys, greatest guys that that I ever encountered in school. Um, but he had this saying when, when it came to media, and it's crazy. I'm, I'm I'm regurgitating this information out to you guys now, and I thought about. It. I never thought that I would be doing um, this media-based stuff right now. You know, um, back then, and so it's it's amazing how these tools are being used. Um, but you know, he he gave some valuable information. He said, keep it simple, stupid. He used to love to say this. Um, and, you know, what he meant by that was that it, it was very, uh, very simple. It was like, hey, keep it, it. It was called kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. So he was saying that in any message that you're giving people, make it simplified to the point that they can get it instantly. You don't want to make people think. We're in a time right now where technology is taking over. People don't have time to think about stuff. We did all that thinking in, in high school and college. So, um you know, people don't want to think they want to get the answer right here and right now. So keep keep your email simple. Keep everything as simple as possible. It's not it's not that hard to do what what you should be doing um, is something that a lot of people f- fail to do is, you know, that proofreading stage. So when, when you get there and you, you get the information that you need, just take the time out to see if like, is this really simple enough? Is it really to the point where anybody can get it i mean when i say anybody i mean from think of think about it like this grade school right or just think about being in school in general you want to make a message so simple that somebody in elementary school can get it somebody in middle school can get it somebody in high school can get it if you think about it like that that's a big age gap um if you think in that term then you'll be well on your way. And so, you know, you got to think about these emails. Keep, keep, so when you send an email, be as brief as possible. Get straight to the point. Nobody, believe me, nobody, and I speak for everybody, nobody wants to see or hear your life story. We want to hear it in the music, but we don't want to read it. So you're sending me two to three paragraphs um, talking about how you're the best rapper out of, um, you know, Kentucky and I'm the best thing smoking and no disrespect to represent Kentucky. That was just the first state that I can think of. But, um, you know, you're saying that, that you're the best rapper here and, you know, I grew up struggling and then I went to college and, you know, I did this and I did that. We don't want to see all of that in a bio paragraph. If anything, if you want to give us that information, send us, put a link, say like, Hey, if you want to know more about me, here's my bio and a link to your bio. Then you're giving us the option to go and discover more information from you. Other than that, it's going to feel like we're reading a big dissertation and we're going to delete the email or we're just going to close it. I'm just being honest with you. This is what happens. Um, so, you know, keep it simple. That's it's, it's very, very, you know, very easy thing to remember. So that's number four. Number five, limit the profanity. And when I'm talking about limited to profanity, I'm not talking about in your songs. If you want to do that, that's great, too. Um, I'm an advocate for that. I, I, I really don't think that you got to curse every 20, you know, um, every two words to get a point across. That's that's just me. But I'm talking about in the titles of your emails. If you're sending emails, F this, F that, all of this in the titles of your emails. Well, see, there's two things that happen here. Um, number one is something that most people um, probably don't know. And I might be kind of talking over, but, um, spam filters, 
spam filters catch all of that so when you're cursing in titles a lot of people will not receive your emails because they'll automatically go to spam because they're looking at it as you know it can be anything from pornographic it, you know it's just different spam filters out there in the world that'll say like hey it used this specific word it is a spam email so we're not even going to let this get to the inbox we're going to automatically send it to spam and i can guarantee that 80% of the bloggers that you send emails to are not going to check their spam folder unless they're, you know, instructed to do so. They're not going to check the spam. So, you know, watch the limited profanity in the titles, man. It's not that serious. Like, hey, just keep it, keep it simple. We're going to go back to that. Keep it simple. Like music submission, name, name of the song, producer, boom, look inside. That's, it, it, you don't have to do it. Keep it professional, you know. Remember, like, it's, it's really, I wrote this and I'm reading this. Yeah, I know it's hip hop, but let's be honest, you don't know me. And that's so true. Like when you don't know somebody, you got to think if you don't know anybody, you walk up to the street and the first thing you do is curse at them. Then how are you, you know, what do you expect for their response to be to you? So, you know, keep this the same thing in email. Emails is a form of communication. So you got to think about that moving forward. And, and also remember that your email reflects your brand. You know, um, here's the next thing here quality over quantity now you've heard this and, and i don't think that i have to really go into detail about this but what i want you to remember is that you can send people 20 emails and never get a response but you can send one good email with quality content inside and get the biggest response from the most people so you know you, you just got to think about it like this you you know i me personally i can't speak for every other blog but me Jay Good of StraightOutTheDen.com. I rather see one song that is super like a great record from you with a great formatted email than to get an email from you every day saying something you know irrational and and like check out my music yo you sleeping on me all this like no dude like we don't have time for that so you know just think about those things you know um and, and you know today everybody wants new music yesterday is it's just the time that we're in you know and, and the truth is like quality content gets noticed you know um and high quantities goes you know it can be perceived as spam you know if i'm seeing like um I have, uh, you know, when I when I initially set up my site, I had a contact page and I had different email addresses. In my mind, I was thinking like, hey, people will follow instructions, you know, send submissions to this email, send personal emails to this. And if you got info email, send it to this other inquiries, you know, all of this. And what what happened was, you know, people were sending me all email addresses trying to get in contact with me. So you I would receive four and five emails from the same person with the same title, you know, same subject line, the same email to all of my different email addresses when I clearly specifically said not to do that, you know? So you, you got to think about that. That's, that's too much. It's going to be spamming. And guess what? I'm not going to open it. And, you know, that kind of brings me to, I guess um, you can put this as a point B, um, a point A or point B in the quality over quantity um, section, you know, follow the instructions, you know, um, when people put something on their website, when, when, when a blogger takes the time out to put that information on the website, they really want you to follow those instructions. Like they didn't write that down just, you know, for the sake of writing it down. Like they really want you to pay attention to that. So if they write down on a submission page that, hey, I want you to include the name and um, title of your song, who produced the track, where you're from, and a sentence or two um, about who you are. And please, no attachments links only well guess what 
if you are the type of person that's including that information in there, then and, and you don't do that and you include a, attach an MP3 to every email, then you're not going to get on their blogs. You're, that's you doing that research up, up front. You got to research those blogs and figure out exactly how they want you to submit. And, you know, the thing is, you can split that. So if, if you have 30 blogs that say, hey, this is how I want to be submitted to, just send me um, links. That's all I want is links and, and keep the information short and simple. Well, you put those people in one bucket. And if you have people that say they need an attachment, you put them in another bucket. Um, you know, as it, simple as this, you have different buckets that you can put people in. You can send those emails different ways. But you got to do that. You got to do that that um, that research up front and not just send people emails blindly or, you know, they're never going to open them. Um, and so that takes me to my next point. <laughs> and I laugh every time I read this because there are so many people that don't do this. And it's, I swear to you, I maybe get maybe 10 to 15 submissions. Oh, okay, I'll be honest. I'll probably get 10 to 15 submissions a week where the links do not work. So that brings me to my next point. Make sure your links work. I repeat, make sure your links work. It is a very frustrating process when you're going through submissions all day long and you find something that really catches your eye. The subject line is great. It's a great subject line. It's, you know, it, it caught my attention. The title of the song caught my attention. I clicked on it. I'm reading, you know, everything is, is working the way I want it to. The, even the cover art in there looks great. And I go to click on, you know, the SoundCloud link or whatever. And it takes me to a broken link. Oh, this album does not exist or this user does not exist or um, sorry, wrong site or whatever the case may be. It's a broken link. So guess what? Unless I absolutely have a rapport with you and I know that you're an, an artist that I've posted on countless occasions, this is a good chance that I'm not going to go and do the research to find the link to that song. You just missed an opportunity. Um, make sure your links work. All you got to do is preview your emails. If you're using the ESP, if you're not, if you're using like regular Gmail, um, all you got to do is just send a, send a test email to yourself and click the links inside and make sure that they work. Um, if they're not working, then correct them before you blast them out and give to people. Um, it's simple. It's something that you just have to do. If you, if you can't do that, um, I'm telling you, it is vital. It's vital information. A, a lot of people miss their opportunity just because they didn't do a simple check the links. It's it, okay. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that alone. I, I can stand on that, stay on that for a while. But um, and on top of that, just make sure you use spell check too. Um, <laughs> I. Just use spell check and, and make sure that you check your links. Um, it, it, proofreading. Um, you want to be as professional as possible. And there's nothing worse than going through an email that there all the English is, is, you know, incorrect. And I'm not talking about, you know, hip hop, but I'm just talking about like. Obviously, you know, misspell words, which they kind of drive me a little bit crazy, but um do a do a spell check. I think it's professional. Do a spell check. Um, it'll help you out in the long run. Trust me. Um, and here's the last point that I want to get to, and I'm gonna also uh, give you a couple of side notes too. But I can't stress number eight the most. Be patient. Now, here's something that you may or may not know about bloggers. Most bloggers either started their sites as a hobby. 
um, which means that they probably have another job or they um, maybe have grown and they're a site that has countless numbers of submissions and they just don't have the time to get to. I mean, their inbox really fill up quickly. And if that's the case, you got to be patient. Now, look, there's nothing wrong with following up. I, I, I'm an advocate for following up. Most people miss out on opportunities because they don't follow up. But here's what you need to do to follow up. If you follow up, follow up with maybe a week, week going by. And, and, and a good way to follow up, I would say, is to first make sure that you've, you've done everything that you were supposed to do on your end and submit your content to them the right way. That's number one. Um, and some people request that you follow them on social media just so you can see if they're actually posted your stuff, um, which there's nothing wrong with that. So, you know, make sure that you've done the required things that they've asked for you before you do that. And once you've done that, you know, follow up with a simple message, maybe on Facebook or Twitter or even through email and say like, hey, I submitted my music a couple of weeks ago. Um, and noticed that, you know, I just wanted to see if you guys had a chance to check it out. If you have, you know, disregard this email. Um, if you haven't, then, hey, here's the link. Check it out when you get a chance. Boom. Very simple. Keep it moving. But you did. You put the option. You gave them the option to check everything out again. And you, you kind of took the you did a, a positive route. You didn't go like, hey, man, I'm the best thing smoking. Why you checked out my music? You get on the defensive. You don't know what these people are going through. You don't know what what they're dealing with. So. You know, at the end of the day, if you make quality content, you will get noticed. It may take some time, but you got to be patient, you know. Um, now, those are my eight. I'll, and I'll read them off again just to, you know, give you, um, you know, uh, a little more insight here. So, you know, eight tips. Number one, have a plan. Number two, be honest. Let people know exactly where you are. Number three, timing is everything. Be cautious of the time you send in these emails. Um, number four, keep it simple. Make your emails brief, straight to the point. Um, number five, limit it to profanity, especially in titles um, of your emails. You don't want those emails to go to spam. Um, number, what's that? One, one, two, three, four, five, six. So seven, um, no, six, quality over quantity. You know, don't, don't spam people. Don't send 20 emails a day trying to get on a website. You know, send one email. Send one email the way that that... A blogger wants you to send their email and, and, and keep it moving. Um, number seven, make sure your links work. Use spell check. Um, I'll say that again. Make sure your links work. Use spell check. And, you know, number eight, be patient. Now, those are just, you know, those are eight. There's there's so many more that you can do. Um, and, you know, one thing that, that actually somebody commented on the article that when I wrote it a couple of years ago, um, they had some great insight. Uh, they said, you know, most people forget about doing the marketing. So make a spreadsheet, find out what blogs posted you, um, find out what kind of content they posted, find out what time of the day they posted you, all of those things, you know, and keep that, keep that information in a doc, um, you know, an Excel file spreadsheet. So you can know that information. So the next time you want to get on that site, you can do the exact same things. And, you know, you already, you're a step ahead of the game. You're ahead of everybody else. Um, Here's one that, that I suggest that everybody do that most people don't. When a, a site takes the time out to write an article on you, don't just retweet. Um, retweeting is, is, is good. I'm, I, I don't want you to not think that retweeting 
um, an article or sharing an article is, is a bad thing. Uh, it, it is good. But retweeting especially is essentially the same thing as saying, like, that's what's up. <laughs> you know, it's, it's the equivalent. You know, it, it, a retweet doesn't take a lot of action, you know, um, unless you're getting a retweet from a celebrity. You're, you know, most people are going to look at a retweet like, oh, all right, cool. They retweeted my link. It's, you know, from a blogger perspective, it's not it's not it's not a huge deal. Now, what what's a bigger deal if you if you retweet or, or maybe, you know, um, say something about it. But there's some couple of things that you can do specifically on social media when somebody posts your stuff. Um, first off, you should be following them. Um, just follow. It's a follow. Let's get out of the, the mentality of saying like, man, I can't have a lot of followers. Man, it's social media. Don't take it that serious. Follow the people. If they posted your music, follow them. It's a very simple process. You don't, you, it doesn't take all day to do that. Just follow them. So you should already be doing that. But if somebody posted your music, yes, retweet. That's great. But also reply with a simple thank you for posting my music. I really appreciate it. Ask that person a question like, hey, what did you like specifically about my music? But on top of all of that, make sure that you actually read the post. There are so many people that just are so quick to retweet, but they never read what a, what a blogger took the time out to write. Read what that person wrote about you. And hopefully that, you know, that's something, a whole other story, but hopefully the blogger actually wrote on the article and then just post, um, paste what you um, emailed them. That's, you know, that's another subject. I won't get into that. That's blogging 101, but Make sure that, that, you know, if they wrote something about you, acknowledge what they wrote. Like, hey, man, I appreciate you really taking the time out to write on my article. Comment on their site. If they have their site uh, where they can allow comments, comment. Say thank you for posting on my site. Thank you for checking out the record. You know, a simple thank you will go a long way, especially if you're commenting on their site. That that shows that engagement is on their site. And bloggers love engagement, whether they tell you that or not. We love engagement all, all around the board. So, you know, say thank you on the social media. Say thank you on the Facebook post. Say thank you on the website. Um, I can't stress that enough. And share that link. And the way to, the proper way to share that link is not just retweeting it, but actually, excuse me, going to the site, pulling that link from the site. And put it in different places like, hey, check out my article on straight out to the end. See what they had to say about my song or check out um, what such and such um, site had to say about my record. You know, you personalize that link. So now people are more engaged and more and more um, likely to go to that site and check out what that person had to say. Um, treat every blog equally. You know, you never know when that small blog will turn out to be complex. Everybody started at the bottom at some point, you know, so you, you never know um, who will turn out to be Rap Radar. You never know who the next Elliot Wilson will be or, you know, um, or Shake or, or Mika for that case. You, you never know who those people will be or SK at Not Right. You don't know who those people are. So, you know, when these blogs are down at the small level that are willing and open to post your stuff quickly, build a relationship with them because when they grow, you grow. Now, guess who already has their, you know, a, a solid relationship with this blog when they become the biggest thing, um, you know, in the blogosphere when it, it will happen if they're consistent with their content. You already have a working relationship with that person. You have a true relationship with that person that that relationship has built. So now guess who's getting their premieres on every site no matter what? Yeah. And once that site becomes a trendsetter, then 
Now everybody's posting your stuff based off of because this person posted your stuff. And that's where you're going to get. But you got to build those relationships at the bottom. Stop trying to jump and get in on complex and you don't have a relationship. And I'm not I'm not saying this to knock any um, what I'm calling a, a, a tier one block that, you know, they earn that right. You know, um, they, they work hard. They're at the same points that, you know, I'm talking about. They, they were there at some point and they, they broke through that and reached the top of, of, you know, of the whole blog world. But if you are trying to get on those sites and you haven't built a relationship, good luck. Trust me, it's not going to work out for you. You're just going to be like, <laughs> you're going to be made fun of. Um, and, and something else I will say this year, I just thought about it just then, but hang your emails, make sure you're sending your emails to one person. Know the difference between a CC and a BCC. Um, and I'm going to leave it at that. I could go so much further. I can tell you some stories. I won't go into that type of detail, but what I will say is know how to use BCC and know how to use CC. Yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to leave that alone. But just know the difference. You know, um, it, it will take you a lot of way. A long excuse me, a long way. Um, people don't like for their email addresses to be floating around like that. We, we just don't. So, you know, treat those email addresses like personal phone numbers. You know, some people don't want you to have their phone number. So you, you treat that email address the same way. So, you know, that's it um, for today. Um, we do have an interview. I forgot to mention that, but we do have an interview um, with the homie Odell Simmons, um, art by Odell. Um, he came in and he talked about his um, the things that he's doing. He he recently started a podcast um, and he's going to get into that. He's also um, has his own radio show, um, the Beats and Lyrics show with Jay Force. So, you know, we, we got into depth about that and how he was able to um, navigate his way into that show. And he, and he also runs. Um, he's a writer on jforce.com, um, a, a dope underground, uh, well, just a dope hip hop site, um, in general. Um, and he really helped. We had this conversation on like, how do you truly get on the blogs, you know? Um, and so he really went in, in depth about a lot of stuff, um, that I didn't get a chance to cover here. Um, so I definitely wanted to save a little something for him. So, you know, you can check out this, um, this interview and look i i said this in the last podcast i'll say it again here if you guys have any questions or any topics that you would like for me to cover that that you haven't heard so far feel free to tweet me at straight out the den also um send me an email podcast at straight out the den that's str the number eight o-u-t-d-a-d-e-n.com um send the emails there and if it's a topic that a lot of people want to hear about we'll put it in the bucket and we'll actually discuss it so stay tuned uh, with the word from our sponsor and then immediately following that you'll hear the interview uh, that we had with the art by odell hey what's going on people it's jay good at straightoutthedan.com i'd like to welcome you to the straight out the dan podcast uh, today's podcast is brought to you by the good folks over at lander based in montreal canada lander is the world's first intelligent drag and drop instant mastering service by mixed genius so look just by um, being a listener to this podcast we're going to give you a free trial all you got to do is go to lander.com that's l-a-n-d-r.com slash promo slash s-o-d-d uh go there right now you'll get your free trial and um yeah, let me know what you think about it. You can tweet me at uh, Straight Out the Den once you do that. And, um, you know, I want to hear from you. So go ahead and do that right now. You can do that and then come back to us. Uh, but today's episode, man, um, very special guest in the building. This brother here, I'm trying to think um, our official introduction. Um, it's been a couple of years now or maybe a year or so. A year or so. year or so. Um, the Microsoft Store. 
That's exactly the Microsoft store. So shout out to Zulu Files, man. I was there with um he had a networking event, um and we were in Linux, um here in Atlanta and. I, the, the crazy thing was is I actually had saw you before, but I didn't know you know what you what you did. You know what I mean? So I was okay. like, yeah, yeah, I, I definitely seen you before. <laughs> I didn't know. And the crazy story was around that same time I had just did a showcase, um, a beats and lyrics showcase with an artist that I was working with at the time. Okay, but okay. <laughs> you gave me some uh, some inside information. It was like, well, it's two separate companies because I think it was something they had like uh, some type of showcase going on. <laughs> It was like something completely different from what you were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that that was that was that was that was strange. We'll, we'll it. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't big, but it was just. I think it was one of those things where you know, um, not to get too ahead of the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it, you know, beats and lyrics show has been around going on sixteen years, mm. and so sometimes I think sometimes people in Atlanta might use that. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, it happens, man. But look, you know, help me welcome the homie um, Art by Odell Odell Simmons. You got all the names, man. <laughs> what, what what are we going by today? Listen, man. You can call me Arby Odell. You can call me Odell. Um, like Jay, my uh, one of my business partners. He calls me O Diesel. O Diesel, yeah. Um, I've heard O D. I've heard <laughs> O, a big O, all my life. So it's all <laughs> it's always been some kind of a variation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. you, man. But look, man. Welcome to the Straight Out the Damn Podcast, man. Um, I I, I had the the pleasure. Of being a guest on the uh, Beach and Lyric show, um, maybe like a month and a half or so ago now, something yeah, like that. And, yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I told um, Odell that I, I definitely wanted to get him on the show, and, and you know, we made it happen. Schedules aligned, and so now you're here. Uh, so, you know, thank you for coming through. Thank hey, you. pleasure to be here. Humble to be here. Uh, quite often, I was telling you earlier, you know, I'm on the other side of the arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing the interviewing. Yeah. Uh, so, not often am I on this side of the game being interviewed yeah uh, but when i am i'm very excited and i'm also very thankful and humbled uh and just happy to be here because like you said i mean when people want to hear me talk uh it's a pleasure yeah yeah yeah. so yeah. i appreciate it hey man no problem man i appreciate you bro so you know we can start right there man like th this whole journey to the microphone um you know and, and you you got the voice. I, I I'm sure you know that. You, <laughs> I appreciate. You, you got the voice for radio and for being on the mic. You know, hands down. But like, at what point in time did that you know come together for you? Like, when did you realize like, hey man, I really can do this? You know, on this microphone. You know, I have to take a big big credit, uh, a lot of props uh, to my brother Jay Force, uh, who I do radio with, and I also work with uh, on the site. Uh, also, um, my brother Twice Born as well, and. Uh, you know, they're not my physical brothers, man, but they, they really are like my big brothers. And so, you know, Jay has been in the game for over like 25 years doing radio mm. and very professional. You got a chance to meet Jay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, very professional, knows what he's going to do. Uh, just, you know, when that mic turns on, he's, he, he's just a different animal. Yeah. Uh, and so what happened was with myself, uh, I've just been a lover of hip hop. And I've been in Atlanta going on 11 years now. Okay. okay. Got, got here in like an 04 and... It's funny, I you know, the Beats and Lyrics show, which I'm a part of and which Jay is a part of, and that's how I got on my start. A friend of mine kind of told me about it, like, yo, man, he was like, yo, you should need to go at the Beats and Lyrics show. You need to go holla at J-Force. Mm -hmm. And so a friend, uh, shout out to Omega Black. Omega Black's an interesting brother, good brother. Very interesting, though. And so I was like, Omega, you know, at the time, I don't, I don't even know where the yeah. station was. He was like, just go by there. And I was like, I'm not going to just go by a radio station <laughs> And asked to speak with somebody and just walk on the show. He was like, listen, tell me you know me. And it's go by. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You sound crazy. But anyway, um, 
the funny thing about it, like a couple of weeks later, I was at a show, uh, I think a Black August show, mm-hmm. a Black August show, and Smith & Wesson performed. Okay, okay. And I was chopping it up, and after the show, I was with my homeboy, DJ Knotts, and DJ Knotts was like, yo, I'm going to go over here and speak to J-Force real quick. And I said, J-Force? I said, let me go, I said, introduce me. I would like to yeah. meet this brother. He's like, sure. And so I, I go to meet Jay, and I don't know what it is about uh, myself, but some, it seemed like eight out of ten times... People have always say like, I feel like I've met you before. Yeah. Your face is like recognizable or something. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. <laughs> but people <laughs> always just kind of say, I feel like I've seen you before. And, yeah. and Jay kind of said that. And I was like, well, maybe you see me out. And I was like, hey, I heard you at the Beats and Lyrics show. And I said, I would like to just come by. He said, hey, listen, you know, come by the studio. At the time, we were on WRFG 89.3. Mm-hmm. He said, just come by the studio. And I was like, seriously? So, yeah, just, just come by the studio one night, Saturday night, hang out. And so uh, the point I'm getting to is that I would go to the show and just hang out, hang out, and never get on the mic. I would just mm-hmm. just hang out, man. I mean, just seeing guests come through, local guests, uh, other kind of people, national people. And But the thing is, it kind of speaks to what we always talk about. Like, when you see something that you want to do, you have to start preparing for it right now like you're already doing it. Mm. And so at the time, uh, the brother Montez would do the news segments. And so Montez, uh, you know, his family life to start, get, you know, become more family life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, as we get older, we have, you know, we marry with kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His family life just became more, more, more family life. And so I would start to, uh, a, week, a couple weeks before, I would start to prepare a news segment. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, just on the off chance, right? Yeah, or, yeah. And my thing was really, I was going like, hey, you know, Montez, maybe you thought about this one or you want to punch this in. And I mm-hmm. just was always doing that. And a night finally came. A night came where I got to the studio. And so normally it would be myself, it'd be J-Force, and it would be uh, Montez and Twice Born. Okay. So I get to the studio and, you know, Jay's always there. And I'm sitting there and I'm sitting in the very back like I always do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm waiting, you know. No Montez, and then uh, you know, no no Twice Born. All of a sudden, Jay's like, "Oh man, Twice not coming." I was like, oh, "Okay." Then he's like, "Man, he's like, I just got to call Montez not coming." I'm like, <laughs> "Oh okay." And so, mind you, the show's about to start, and I'm sitting in the very like there's there's the 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 chairs for the guests, and I'm yeah. in the back and just sitting there. And Jay was like, "What are you doing?" He was like, "It's just us." He's like, "Come up here, man." Yeah. And so I come up there, and he was like, "Get on the mic," and I was just like, "Ah, just all out of it." This sounded horrible, man. Yeah. And um, it was thankful because Jay was like, okay, you know, you know, next night he's like, this, this, and that, and everything. And then I just kept coming, and I just kept having the news segments. And next thing I know, man, I look up, I was just part of the show. <laughs> you know, and I think really where it really got me was where, like, Jay set me down one day, and he was like, Odell, he said, listen, um, I like what you're doing. He was just like, you know, but you got to find your way. Mm-hmm. Now he said, now you're a laid back brother in a sense and your voice and stuff. He said, but you got to remember our show is a hip hop show on Saturday nights. He's like, so sometimes you got to give more energy. Mm-hmm. And he was just teaching me different things. He was like, so you tell these stories, you know, he's like, don't, don't try to be different than what you are. He's like, but you're going to have to, we can't put people to sleep on a Saturday night. Yeah. 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 On the FM dial. And so I think that's when it hit me. I was like, okay, I, I can do this. It, it seems to me basically is it's on some you were around, you know what I mean? Mm. It was like you, you stuck around. It was like you got that access to, to be there 
And then once they gave you that end, you were kind of like, you know something, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to figure out the ins and outs by myself. Right. I'm going to figure out how to do this thing. And then just, it's that whole thing of like, there's no such thing as luck. You know what I mean? It's nah, like you, nah. you got to be prepared. You were prepared. An opportunity came. And the opportunity came and you were there and you did what you had to do, you know? You know, you know a lot of times people say, you know, you got to stay ready. You know, stay ready. You ain't got to get ready and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Uh, but one of the things, and Jay and I say this all the time, is... <clears throat> A lot of people just don't want to be to show up. Yeah, like showing up is half the battle. You know, and, and and pretty much anything. I mean, people say they want to get in better shape. You know, but they never show up at the gym. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Hey, that was me for a long time, man. For a long time. I mean, you know, one of the biggest things is is you just show up at the gym. You you're halfway there. Mm-hmm. You know, you get started. So it's the same thing with the show. And then with the show, you know. Um, and that's just one aspect of what I do. But with the, the Beats and Lyrics show, you know, a lot of times it's on Saturday nights. Mm-hmm. And we would notice that, you know, a lot of people don't want to show up on Saturday night. They really want to go out and hang trying out. Trying to go out. They're trying to be in the streets. They're trying to hang out and be in the streets. But I had to look about the bigger picture. And and that's one of the things we would run into a lot of times as well. Because, you know, Jay would, I mean, to be honest, uh, anybody who's like a independent artist in Atlanta or even major stream artists, mm-hmm. radio, whatever, you know, um, like I said, I, I mentioned my brother Jay Forrest cause I work with him closely yeah. and he's just a legend in the game, but he had, he'll, he'll get that invitation out so freely. And that's one thing I've liked about him is that he will give the invitation out. He's like, man, a lot of times people just don't show up. Mm. And so he'll tell people to like, Hey, come through the studio and yeah, come yeah. through, hang out and, and say, what's up. I mean, here's the funny thing, right? So, you know, Jay is a Philly native mm. and you know, when he got here, it was, same time with the Jamads and the dramas and stuff like that. Drama helped out on the show a long time ago. Mm. I mean, there's a lot of people in regular mainstream radio that have helped out in the show. You know, and there's other people that work for Def Jam and work for Atlantic Records and things like that. Yeah. And he's always just been like, here's your platform. And he does the same thing with me. He's just like, hey, you know, you know, Dale, you got in your groove now, so let's push you. Mm. Because we always have that... Um, mentality from our team aspect is that we can all win yeah you know it's not about you know i get the limelight or you get the limelight because we want to all be individuals that are winning mm-hmm. yeah so yeah you have to stop i'll I mess around I go down the hole of the hey man <laughs> hey, I, you got me look look this is the thing about me man like sometimes when i interview i get kind of lost in it because i'm like i'm listening to these stories because like at the end of the day, I'm a fan of hip hop too, so I love to hear what how all this stuff kind of came about. You know right, what I mean? Right, and, right. And just seeing you and your journey alone, man, it's just like you know, it's it's humbling at times because you can kind of find yourself a little bit in everybody else. So it's like you looking at like that story that you're saying, like, man, you know, they invited me to the studio and I just kept showing up. Right. And nobody was there one day, and it was like, well, hey, man, come and get on the mic. Exactly. <laughs> and, exactly. And you know, at that moment, you could have easily been like. Uh, <laughs> what I'm supposed to do? What I'm supposed to do? Freeze yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. But you went in there and you was like, "Hey, I, I don't know what I'm doing fully, but I'm about to get right. on this mic and figure it out." You know what I mean? And you know, real, real quick, what the funny thing about it? You talk about things coming full circle. Is that when we had you on the show? Mm-hmm. The funny thing about that day is that when we recorded, uh, Jay ran into some problems. He couldn't come. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. twice born ran into some problems and he couldn't come. And so I had to hold the show down by myself and going all the way back to when I first got on that mic, all that built me up for what I was able to do then. Yeah, absolutely. Because I was able to carry the show. Uh, I, I did that whole show uh, by myself. Yeah. You know, and, and you were on there and everything. And, and, you know, 
if you listen back to that show that we were on, is that like my energy was a lot more hype more than yeah. usually. You knew what to do in that moment. Like, hey, I gotta. You almost gotta. I have to be Jay in a sense right now. You right, know what I mean? Right. I gotta set that tone, and that's that's the thing that I, I you know, I'm I'm slowly learning about radio as well, man. It's just like, you know, I know with my personality, and I'm 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 like you. I'm laid back, so you know, yeah. I know that if I was ever in a morning type situation, I would have to turn it all the way up. <laughs> I gotta I gotta turn up some notches because yeah. I'm, I'm a laid back dude. You know what I mean? So, but also like I can't be on too late because people are trying to get to. Their destination. They're trying to get to the right. club, so it's like right. you gotta you gotta figure out this, that balance. You know what I mean? Well, it's a balance, and then it's staying authentic. Yeah, absolutely. Because we've all seen people that are playing a role that you just know eh, it's not them. Yeah. It's not them. I mean, it's one thing to enhance certain things about you, or one thing to try different things, mm-hmm. and we all should. Uh, that's that's just how how life should be. Uh, but when you really step outside of who you are. And you're just doing it for a certain reason. Uh, it it rarely it rarely yeah. um, succeeds. It's, it's usually a failure. Yeah, man. You know, I've had that conversation with artists too, man. Like, you know, we'll talk about the problem with um, artists nowadays, or that most artists, how they get on, is not authentic to who they are. Mm. And so the thing is, is like when you when you pop as something else. <laughs> you have to be that something else for the duration of your career. And it's kind of hard to transition into being yourself because it's like, say, for example, right? And, and this is no shot at him, but uh, an artist like a Rick Ross, right? Mm-hmm. Rick Ross, who, as far as we know, Rick Ross can be a real humble, laid back, chill dude. Right. But the persona that he, he, he put on to start with is where he has to be. And so as soon as he tried to switch up and say, like, no, I'm not this braggadocious, you know, flossy type rapper. As soon as I, he tried not to be that, then the fans that grew to love that, mm-hmm. they're going to be like, oh, I don't want to rock with you anymore. And, you know, you've seen it happen with so many artists, man, right. when they try to make that transition toward the middle of their career. And people are like, well, that's not what I fell in love with. You know what I mean? Uh, that's a great point. And, and you know, it's, it's interesting with, like, say, Rick Ross. And, you know, I know you're not... No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just using messing but it, it's 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 very intriguing because one of the things about uh, Rick Ross, the artist, is that I have um, I never I can't say I really met him or hung out with. Mm-hmm. I went to a listener party uh, in Atlanta, um, you know, with for his Mastermind album. Okay, and okay. he was there. And one thing about him is that, and this is what I've heard from other people as well who've interacted with him. Very, very humble. You know, we'll mm-hmm. come by and, and shake your hand and thank you for coming out and all that kind of stuff. So, like you said, it kind of goes against that. Um, and like you said, it's, it's 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 a kind of a struggle that you're, you're going to fight with. Yeah. But then it's funny too because I met the real Rick Ross, the Freeway mm-hmm. Ricky Ross. I, we actually, I actually interviewed him, mm-hmm. and that was interesting because you know his history was well documented. Yeah. Everything. I mean, but at the same time, you know, he wasn't you know, doing interviews and stuff where like you knew him personally. Yeah. So you just knew that, Hey, okay. His background was this really big drug dealer. Yeah. When I met him, very same thing. It was very real humble and laid back. But like you said, it's kind of like a thing where it's just like, I don't, you know, he wasn't really portraying that image. It was just like, that's what that, it was. That's, that's, that's me. That's who I am. <laughs> yeah. I'm a drug dealer. I'm a nice guy, you know, yeah. I'll be helping out. So you're, you're very right. I mean, how you get on with things and you, you could translate that into, you know, whether that be blogging, uh, whether that is radio, mm-hmm. uh, cause some people, you know, I, I thought about that the other day. Um, I thought about, you know, Charlemagne, um, you know, 
very popular and I like you know I like Charlemagne yeah, but yeah, yeah. I thought about some other day just hit me I brought this up but I thought about the fact I think I was listening to some I think uh, Drake was on and I was reading about Drake being on some festivals and I started thinking about the fact I said I wonder if Angela Yee and Envy sometimes are kind of like man you know we'll never yeah. interview this guy yeah. because of our co-host yeah I mean and that and that's the thing those are the things that you have to deal with because yeah, I, you you know it has to be that because I mean you got to look at for for one Envy is a music guy, right? He's a music guy. I mean he's a DJ. There's nothing that you can take away from that guy. Like he he he's put in the work, A and R work, all yeah. kind of stuff. Here in all of that, all of that, and so you know that man, it, he he has to want to do that interview. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and Ye, just from a, a journalist um, standpoint, and her being a fan of hip hop, I know she want to interview him too. But right. it's like man, we got to ride with the team. You know, and, and really, I didn't mean to cut you off, but deep down, Charlamagne want to interview him too. He does. He he, he does. He does because he wants to do that in person. Yeah. But you make a great point with your team, man. Is that I always tell people when it comes to your team, you better pick a solid team mm-hmm. because even if you, I mean, you are affiliated. Yeah. And not from a game. We're not talking game talking or like yeah, that, yeah. but you are. I mean, because the same thing with me. You know, I. I roll with my team, uh, and we choose to do certain things. Yeah, you know, certain things we don't cover on the show, certain things we don't cover on the site. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, sometimes when we have some of our female co-hosts, we might let them do a little bit of the gossip stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, because it's a female, you know, lady, let her do yeah, it. Yeah, let her do but we, 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 we do. We, you pick our side. So if your team is not strong, or if your team, if you were just selecting the team just to get one advantage, like, okay, I'm gonna rock with this person mm-hmm. just so I can get on this platform. What people don't realize is that you're not going to just get that benefit. If that person is doing wild stuff out in the streets, people are going to associate that with you. Absolutely. So you need to make sure going back to the original part of this conversation is that you're authentic with who you are and who you're building with. Mm. Because so many people, they want to build with people just to get a favor, to get the foot in the door. (laughs) Absolutely. And getting that foot in the door might come with some other costs. Yeah. 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 You're right, man. It's one of those things where, you know, just, I, I love what you said about building a solid team because you, you have to have a solid team behind you, man. And, and it's one of those things that I, I had to learn, you know, just on my own. I had a lot of supporters, but when it comes to building a solid team, team is a very important word because mm. when you when you have a team, then you have to call on people in unexpected moments and have <laughs> them show up and show out. Right. And. When I first started this thing, I had a host of people that just wanted to, man, I love what you're doing. Like, let me help. <laughs> and, and me, being the type of person I am, it's like I, I always take people for, for their word. So my thing right. is if, if that's what you want to do, by yeah. all means, let's go. Why not? Let's, why not? I'm never going to deny somebody an opportunity if they're coming with me, and, you know, and they genuinely want, you know, want to help out and something. So, you know, I had people that wanted to help write and all that. And, and my thing is, I understand, like, my site is, is only a certain size right now. I, right. I get it. I mean, we're, we're not the huge site yet, but mm-hmm. we, we're we're making our trail. We're, we're, we're doing, you're professional, though, bro. That's one thing I appreciate, your site. And, and thank, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And it's like, I've had so many people like, man, you know, write. And, and you know, I had people that are that write for a while, and then I had people that just... Stop writing. And, and and the thing is, you know, I say all that to say because I still have solid relationships with anybody that ever worked with anything on the site. Right. People have asked me, like, man, well, why aren't you upset with them? I was like, why? Yeah. Why would I be? I'm, I'm providing the opportunity. It's whatever they want to do with that opportunity is up to them. I, at the end of the day, like, I didn't reach you. If you reached out to me about writing, 
and I and I agreed. And as long as you can write up on the terms that I have, right? Because there are certain things, like you said, certain stuff I just I'm not going to cover. Yeah, and I don't want to sit on the site. <laughs> it is what it is, you know. We're just yeah. not going to cover it. As long as you can write under those rules and regulations, like feel free to write. And those people, they still come in and write every now and then, but it's not consistently like how we originally said it would have been. But it's like it's cool. It's this is I I know that this is something that I built. So. Right. In order for it to work and operate, I got to shape and tame until it becomes a oil, well oiled machine that doesn't necessarily need me. Well, you know, you know and, and, and to build on that, like one of the problems I see a lot of times with people, and especially I, I was about to say this generation, I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm not that old yet. But, <laughs> but no, nah, the thing is, is that having the ability to see what is going to be in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, the way things are set up and everything's so fast paced, a lot of people don't bring yeah. that in consideration. So what I mean by that is that when I first uh, really started doing the show, mm-hmm. you know, I saw myself as a member of the show, even though I was just coming and visiting. Yeah. And then I started doing the news segments and then I saw myself being a part of the show and not just being a part of the show, but to now where I'm, you know, I'm one of the producers of the show, but I, I saw that. So that's why I kept showing up. That's why people would be like, hey, man, it's Saturday night, man. You know, I'm coming up to, you know, Atlanta, man. Can we go out? It's like, not this Saturday, man. We're recording, you know, yeah. at the studio. You can swing by, you know, or, hey, I'm, I'm missing this show or doing this show because I was building that up. Absolutely. You know, and then the same thing, even with uh, the JForce.com, you know, the site that we, you know, our site that we work with, you know, writing the pieces, um, doing pieces, doing things like that because, what happened is I saw myself covering events. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm at a point where I covered the Atlanta Jazz Festival as a press person for jforce.com. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I was out in Seattle, you know, covering a bumbershoot festival uh, for the site. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But I had to start from the humble beginnings. Absolutely. And, and I think that's the problem that we run into a lot of times that people will see me. Um, walk into the, like for instance, people saw me walk to the jazz festival. And they're like, where are you going? I'm like, we're going to the press tent. Yeah. Oh yeah, press. You know, you know, but like you said, but then, you know, when I've asked them, say, hey, you know what, you want to write a story or something, they're like, ah, I'll get back to you. <laughs> you know, so it's like I got you know, I, I had this saying I, I always tell I, I always tell Jay, it's like we always we always say this all the time, you know, you know, people, you know, everybody shows up when it's time to party. Yeah. When it's time to pop bottles and when it's time to celebrate, you know, everybody shows up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kinda like uh, you know, um, if when a city wins a championship, yeah, everybody's in the street. Everybody's popping bottles. Everybody's yeah. celebrating, waving T-shirts and stuff. And the reality is, a lot of those people weren't fans. A lot of people was laughing and joking hey, and man, talking. Golden about State it. just won, man. All of a sudden, everybody <laughs> rep Golden State. I'm everybody like, huh? in Frisco. Everybody in Oakland. Like, you know. What? But I mean, this is. I mean, every city does that. Yeah, every yeah, yeah. city it does that. It and so it it's the same thing with with what you do. Mm-hmm. you know with your you know your your entity right so it's like people will see you and you know they'll see you talking to an artist and next thing you know i'm getting a text like hey man i i, I saw you know on ig or something that you're talking to so-and-so you know you think you can slide on my music what are you what are you what yeah like yeah. all of a sudden like you know it doesn't work like that by the way people don't don't, like don't do that don't, don't do that don't <laughs> you're, do that. you're hurting your opportunity doing that it's, it Ooh. doesn't work like that yeah that's that's another jewel right so there. you know we're talking about the site and, and i think it's it's the perfect segue to kind of get into you know what you do for jforce.com you know um 
give us give us like the lowdown on that for for our viewing audience that uh, and, and listeners that may haven't heard of jforce.com you know what exactly is the site and what exactly do you do with the site okay i appreciate it now jforce.com uh, is the site i encourage everybody to visit daily uh, also to download the jforce app we have the mobile app for your apple or your android and you can get everything right to your phone uh, but jforce.com um you know it is a site that we really really pride ourselves on saying it's a site you can go to um, and you can really enjoy yourself like our target audience would probably be males from like 18 to 44 something like that mm -hmm. but when i say that because you know jay force who i work with you know it was never a thing where he was just trying to do his like it's all about me or something but uh it's a site where we post hip-hop I'm talking about hip hop that we actually listen to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nothing, you know, we're not posting things just because so and so might have got 10,000 clicks yeah, or something. Yeah. We post hip hop that we like, but we also we post movie trailers. Uh, we post uh, art events that I go to. Uh, we post uh, a lot of now, a lot more of our own original content. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, I did a piece where I was at the High Museum for an exhibit and we post that, uh, post movie trailers, um, eye candy. I mean, we're, we're dudes. You know, so, <laughs> so we, we, we get the eye candy on there. But yeah. really, like I said, what we pride ourselves on is that it's a site you can go to. You know, it's not no gossip. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's not any drama. We're not on there trying to create clicks by, you know, picking sides between certain rappers or calling them out and everything. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we really uh, promote the idea that we're going to promote what we like. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to use our platform to sit around and talk about how bad things are. We're going to talk about the things that we wanted people to know about and we want to put people on. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, it, you, you'll see a little bit of everything. I, I remember one of the funniest things one time was when we posted uh, um, that Waka Flocka track. I don't know if you, I forget the name of it. You heard that one where he was really spitting. Oh, yeah. It was the, um, he, he, he was over the uh, J. Cole instrumental, I think. Yeah. The uh, and fire starter. Uh, fire, yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember because a lot of people were like, "Oh, you know," and it's nothing against Waka Flock. I mean, yeah. I like his music from a party sense, but it's just that nothing really, really playing on the show and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's, the track came out. We threw it up on the site. You yeah. know, it's, it's like you know, we we we. So it wasn't like we were sitting there talking about him. We just a lot of music he was making just wasn't really fitting our site. We made something fit our site. That's what we go with. And, and so it's a really a one-stop shop because what we like to do also is being able to use our platform for mm -hmm. what we like. So, you know, we'll, like, for instance, the brothers from Dead End Hip Hop, they did some cool videos. We'll throw those up. You know, I've, I've mentioned you from the jforce.com Twitter page and, mm -hmm. and re, you know, retweeted some of your stories and things of that sort. So it, it's, it's where we can, I would say this, if, if you like music, you like movies and plus you like interesting things because one thing about j force i'm still amazed sometimes i'll go to the site and he'll have this piece about uh in japan where they've created um you know silicon robots that are that act like cats and stuff like we had, he had a story like that it was like a, where it was like a i think it's a robot cat or something yeah, yeah yeah i mean literally like jay he always finds stories like that so even as a person who's like one of the lead writers yeah i'm still up there like oh my gosh like, look at this trailer. Like, we had this trailer about these guys in Dubai that were doing, like, skydiving off oh, wow. of the... Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, yeah, so it's, it's a place where I, I just really say, if you really give us a shot and just go on there, if you like good music, if you like movies, if you like just interesting, rare stories, that's where you go. And I'm, I'm one of the lead writers uh, with jforce.com, 
and just one of the, the brothers who kind of just helps organize it and, and kind of takes on the media aspects as well, trying to get out here in the streets and, yeah, yeah. and push it. Gotcha. So let me ask you this, man. As as I'm I'm an upcoming MC, right? Okay. How do I get on JForce.com? What's the what's the easiest way? Um, and I don't like using the word easiest, <laughs> but you know what what steps should I take to get on your site? You know, if 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 I'm trying to get my music heard. You know, the first steps I would always say, and I, and I encourage this for everybody, but for whatever you try to do, I would say really visit the site. <laughs> you know, it it sounds so elementary and it sounds so beginning but you know visit the site uh mm-hmm. trust me because then because you come to me trying to talk to me about the site and you haven't visited it's going to take me less than a second mm-hmm. to figure out that you've never visited the site yeah and and that's just there's more harm than good uh visit the site i would say check out you know beats and lyrics show um what we listen to now now the cool thing about the site as opposed to just a beats and lyrics show which is mainly a hip-hop show mm-hmm. i mean we'll post house music you know we post uh easy to listen to music. We post this things that we like to listen to. Gotcha. Um, so I would say you visit the site um, and then you can reach us, uh, uh, send an email, email your submissions to jforceteam at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And I would always suggest to people a lot of times to, you know, get with the times, man. You know, don't, you know, don't have no attachments. It better be, you know, yeah, make it man. a SoundCloud link or something like that. Like, uh, you know, if you have a video, I, I encourage people to get visual, mm-hmm. uh, create a video or something like that. Because if it's a cool video, we might be more inclined to to show it as opposed to just like I said, putting up a music link somebody we might not know about. Yeah. But that's the way to do it. I mean, visit the site, uh, check it out. Um, I, I I'm just still amazed. It still amazes me at times where I, I see people just so blindly do things. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> you know, and I see people uh, go up to people. And approach people so blindly, mm-hmm. and when you, we, we're sitting here, we're all holding computers in our hands now. You know, we're all holding these smartphones mm-hmm. that have so much information. Yeah. You know, you, you, most people have a laptop and things like that. So for you to walk up to somebody blindly, uh, it, it just it, it still amazes me. Yeah, you know? man. But that, that, that's what that's what you do. I mean, do that, and if it's good, we will. If not, we just you know. And and here's the thing too: don't 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 take a personal. Yeah. <laughs> You know, everything is not like my my man Gerald Oliveri, he does a remix and that's uh you should check them out on Friday nights. Mm-hmm. You know, everything's not for everybody. You know, just because I don't like a certain artist doesn't mean that they're not dope. Doesn't mean I don't like them, they might not fit my format. Because what I listen to in my car sometimes, um, you know, what I listen to in a club sometimes, you know, that but that doesn't mean I'm gonna put it on the site and that doesn't mean you should stop. You should just keep going. There's a lot mm-hmm. of other sites. There's a lot of sites that I try to submit stuff for to, yeah. <laughs> to write things that don't want to mess with me. Yeah. I can't take it I can't stop what I'm doing and get mad. You yeah. Know? I mean, you know, all of that information you just gave was vital, you know, because I, I'm on the same side that you're on. You know what I mean? Mm. So you know getting those submissions and then blindly getting <laughs> submissions and, you know, Honestly, I'm gonna tell you my pet peeve, and, and okay. I, I just through talking with you, I just figured out that this episode will be the how to get on the blogs episode. So this <laughs> okay. this will be it. Um, but you know, I, I hate receiving tweets saying like, "Yo, check out my music. Here's oh my the gosh. link. Here's a word to the wise. If I don't already follow you or have a a, a relationship with you, you sending me those tweets, I'm never gonna click on the link." 
I'm sorry. I'm just not going to do it. I, I, I have hundreds of submissions that I haven't went through yet. I, I'm constantly, you know, doing stuff on my end. I don't, I'm just not going to click on a link if I don't know you. I don't care how inviting the picture may be. Like, if I don't know you and you hit me up on Twitter and say, yo, check out my music, New Fire, Kendrick sounding, you know, Kendrick type Drake type record you'll right. love it I'm right. like no I won't I'm not gonna do it you know the, the Twitter thing is so interesting you bring that up because I really feel that you know the art of conversation is being so lost I mean, I, I love mm-hmm. social media and I use social media oh yeah, yeah yeah but the art of conversation because that is so true because he I want artists to think about it like this you know, for instance, you know, like I said, my, my moniker is R by Odell. I actually do have an art background, so um, that is why I use it. Mm-hmm. That'd be like me going to the High Museum and walking up into the middle of the High Museum and be like, "Hey, yo, man, talk to the security guard." Like, listen, I got, I got, I got this, I got this artwork, man. It's yeah. so hot, man. I need, I need to go talk to, uh, I need to go talk to exactly. one of the curators, man. Like, what? Like, really? You just gonna walk up in here yeah, and just think you can exactly. just talk to a curator? Like, and that's literally what happens with a Twitter, like. I'm so amazed. Like a lot of times, think about it, that same person who would rather tweet you a link. And then what's crazy is too is that we'll get tweets uh, sometimes. Like for instance, I saw there's a tweet on my thing that now. You go probably block the person, whatever. I saw a tweet and I think I posted something on jforce.com. Mm-hmm. So they added myself. They added the jforce.com Twitter. They added jforce, and then they added KRS One, mm-hmm. and then they added like P Rock or somebody, you know, and immediately like you said I'm, I'm definitely not messing with it but then also what it does is like you're adding people mm-hmm. like not don't you know what i'm saying like that, it's, it's because not then proper it, etiquette. it's not proper etiquette now you know i don't think they're gonna look at it like that and luckily you know, i know some people who know p rock and stuff like that but you know you, you're throwing me into something I'm not, I don't, that you're not even a part of like that exactly yeah. like but here's my here's the thing right that same person could have tweeted you and asked a question yeah I answer questions all day long. <laughs> they could, they could have, the same person could have tweeted you, asked you a question, could have started a conversation, could have asked you about something. Now, just because they asked you a question doesn't mean they're going to get it on the site. Yeah. But now you're starting a conversation because that is, like you said, I don't, once you, word to the wise, when you start tweeting people like that, when you mm-hmm. start tweeting the other, other sites and the other radio stations and people like that, you're automatically just, Boom, yeah. brought down. You brought to the bottom. You're brought to the bottom when yeah. you, you could just easily uh, just say what's up to the person or tweet. You know, like I, I think about, uh, you familiar with Debbie Dev? Uh, she does yeah, radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She used to, did she spend on Sway like back in the day? Well, she, I know she used to be, she's based out of, she's originally from California. So okay, she used to, so she used to do like, I think she just used to do like some guest spots. Like, right, I don't, it could have been, you know, my lack of uh, of knowledge on it could have been during a time when maybe Heather B was like on vacation or something. She filled it possibly in. could. I mean, but, but I know she did a lot of stuff in Cali when she first. Yeah. She's from Cali, and that's what she started. Yeah, I know. Off. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Now she's great at radio. I, like, I mean, anybody who does radio I always, you know, get stuff. But I remember, I think uh, a couple of weeks ago, she was here in Atlanta. Okay. Okay. And I was like, oh man, you know, Debbie. I guess I'm. I think she just laid her out. I don't know. Maybe just here for a day or so. And I remember she tweeted something out like, hey, you know. Where some cool restaurants in Midtown, mm-hmm. and I was just like, okay, I, I tweeted out a couple of suggestions, and she was like, oh, pretty cool, thanks, you know, yeah. like that, and I was like, okay, because you know, now I could have just been like, yo, you're in Atlanta, I want to meet you, I want to, you know, what exactly. I'm saying that would have been just like, Bleep. yeah, you know, and then like you said, I mean, I just started, I just asked a question, started a conversation, 
you know, maybe later on I might meet the person or something, but you know, you just, cause I know that's why I didn't, I didn't hit her with all this. It's like, what, what are you here for? What are, what are you yeah. doing? Are you recording something? You do, what are you, what are you, you just doing? answered the question. <laughs> I had a similar situation like that. Like a young guru was in town. He was like, "Man, yo, where can I find some some a nice selection of forty fives?" Right. And I just hit him back. I was like, "Man, look, if you're looking for forty fives, try wax. Right. If you're looking for like you know some cheap um, dollar uh, twelve inches, try criminal. Right. Simple as that. Yo, thanks, fam. That was it. And then he and then what's crazy is like later in the day. He hit me back. It's like, yo, shout out to straight out of den. Like, yo, I found a lot of stuff at Wax. I probably spent like twenty dollars in there. That's been some dope forty fives and a good look. And it was simple as that. Like I've interviewed him before, but it's not even about him remembering that. It was right. like, look, just help people out. You don't have to go into all this. Yo, guru, like, yeah, oh yeah, wax, man. Matter of fact, meet me on um, <laughs> meet me on Moreland. I can walk you over to wax. Like you ain't got to do all that, man. Just give me the information. You know what I mean? Give, you know, I think the thing is, and what I do, another thing that I've started to do as I've started to step into this media game a little more heavy, uh, as I've started to. I don't say get recognized in a sense, but mm-hmm. I guess, you know, you get acknowledged and, yeah, yeah, and yeah, people yeah. start to recognize you and stuff is that I always try to always make sure to flip, you know, the shoe another foot mm-hmm. and flip it back around. And so that humbles me a lot Yeah, because I'm sitting there like, Oh my gosh, like if I just go overboard trying to get this person all this information, aren't you the same person that gets a little annoyed when somebody first meets you and tries to give you all this information? So why don't you just, Say what's up, say what you got to do and keep it pushing, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's what I think a lot of people need to do, because just like you get annoyed by people, you know, just irking you, just imagine that's what you're doing. I think what happens is a lot of times people let the opportunity that this idea, like, like I said, a lot of times you get windows, right? Yeah. Um, you get windows that are, are short, some are bigger. You might see an artist mm-hmm. now true you have to go for it in a sense you have to attack it but you have to still be strategic at it and you have to believe that that one window might not be the only window mm-hmm. and you have to believe that at the end of the day these are still people there you go that's that's the truth right there man like they're still people yeah. like regardless of their superstar status or you know celebrity level like they're still people and they have real emotions just like you if you don't right. feel like being bothered sometimes they don't feel like being bothered sometimes too you know right. what i mean you have to remember that I, i'll give you a quick story um i'll never forget like i i've, I've been able to chop it up with killer mike a couple of times mm-hmm. and um you know he, he gave me one of my, one of my best drops actually sometimes you listen to the podcast i have this one this drop that says my man odell yeah that's that's killer mike killer mike okay killer okay. mike so um but nah here's it was a3c and like this a couple of years ago and he didn't perform at a3c but he was talking he was on my man uh, dj not's platform okay um panel and he was just talking, and then so afterwards, a lot of people want to do interviews, mm-hmm. and I want to do an interview as well. But a couple of guys had like a nice little setup; they had like a camera and everything. So I said, I let them, you know, just kind of take precedent. They had yeah. all their equipment, and everything, and then some other people right behind them. And so I was like, man, it's getting kind of late. So what I noticed was he had his wife with him, and so I, I noticed his wife Shay and everything over there. And so I looked, and she was about, she was about ready to go. Yeah, you know, she's kind of like, okay, you know what? I gave us a little bit of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's about time for us to go. And I'm looking, I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm not going to get no interview. I'm like, she's mm-hmm. definitely ready to go. And I was like, well, I got to get some, get a drop or something like that, right? So I walked over to her. Mm-hmm. I just I walked over to her. I said, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Let's introduce myself. And 
I asked her, I said, Hey, you know, I was like, you know, I was listening to Mike. I said, you know, he did, he did a podcast, um, with Jason. Um, I don't even like to say this guy's name cause he's, he's a sports guy. He gets on my nerves. His brother, <laughs> Um, we, uh, nickname called him Uncle Ruckus. Oh um, yeah, I know you're talking about. Uh, yeah, Jason Adante or something. No, Whitlock. No, Whitlock, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah AKA Uncle Ruckus, man. <laughs> you just check his work, but yeah, yeah. No, I know you're talking. He about. did. He Mike did his podcast, and Mike ate Jason Whitlock up. I really? mean, he roasted Jason. Even Jason Whitlock was like, "Man, I've never had my ass handed to me on my yeah. own podcast." I mean, he <laughs> just handed it to him. Yeah. And so I, I brought that up because you know he recorded that, and so. And she was like, "Yeah, I remember that podcast. You know, he was, you know, he was yelling." And I was like, "What's wrong with you?" You know, yeah. she's like, she's like, looked at everything. So we started laughing. I was like, I could only imagine, you know, experiencing it in person. She's like, "Yeah." I said, "Well, listen." I said, "I see you. You know, you're getting ready to go. You're ready to go." I, I, I totally understand. It's been a long day. I said, yeah. "But listen, I just, I just would like a drop from Mike." I was like, you know, because I just want to get a drop. And yeah. she was like, "Odell, I got you." She was saying like we were go friend. That's yeah, like, yeah. I got you, Odell. I, I kid you not. She literally stood up and she said, "Mike." You gonna finish that interview? And she said, "You gonna do this drop for Odell? And we're gonna leave." Yeah, got my drop. You know, but like I said, you know, she, she's a person. I, you, know, I, you know, I went ahead and I noticed you that you acknowledge her. See, people, I hope y'all heard that story because that story right there might be the gem of, of the podcast. It's like there's so much stuff in there. Like number one, you got to be observant, mm-hmm. and number two, you got to observe the people who are not the person that you're looking at. You got to know the important people like, cause truth be told, everybody thought killer Mike was the important person. There. The important person was Shay yeah. because Shay runs the camp. She runs the show. She's like, look, Mike, the time is time to go. Yeah. So look, here's what we're going to do. And, and Mike being a responsible, you know, person that he is, you know, like, look, I value my wife's time. She's getting a little fed up right now. Yeah. It's time for us to roll. Right. But she set the tone. She said what needed to be done. Now, if she wouldn't have said anything, he would have sat there and did interviews all day long. He would. He, yeah. You know, but her setting that tone is like you noticing, like, okay. And, and that's the thing, man. I, it, just to piggyback off of you, because yeah. I had a very similar situation like that, was um, doing A3C mm. when um, I met J Electronica. Okay. And so during this time, J Electronica was like, you know, People who've met him know he's a very hands-on, like, for-the-people type person. <laughs> right, right. That's who he is. So, you know, I'm, I'm a media guy. So I'm like, yo, you know, Jay, man, um, can we do an interview? He was like, look, bro, I'll take all the pictures you want, but I'm not doing any interviews. I, he said, I'm not doing interviews with anybody. I'm just only taking pictures. Right. He was like, we can sit here and talk all day long, but you can't record it. Okay. So I was like, you know something? I respect that. So we took a flick or whatever just to show proof, you know. Right, right. right here. So you we got a flick. And we had a conversation and like we literally sat there and talked for about an hour. Mm. Like me, him, um, other people in this camp. But I also noticed this. I was like, man, you know something? These other two dudes in this camp are very important. Right. Let me get their contact. There you go. So I got their contact. And I still talk with them, you know, on a regular basis. But it's like the thing is, is recognizing the other people in the camp because they those are number one and number two. In his eyes, they gonna always be with him. Well, not just that. We we, we spoke earlier about having a team, right? Yeah. And absolutely. so, you know, a lot of times it's the face that gets out there, yeah. but it's that team that gets it done. I mean, everybody wants to talk to Drake, but to be honest, I'd rather talk to Jamilio. <laughs> you know, if you don't know who Jamilio is, talk, talk to the other people in the camp. I got you. You know, Jamilio, that's his tour manager. You got you to gotta talk to the people that... And the, uh, those people are the ones that really know exactly what's going on right now. Because right. when you get to that type of status, you don't have time to do a lot of thinking on your own. You got to get people around you to 
help, you know, position the moves that you need to be making. And as I've noticed, like, the more I navigate in this scene is that that's the one thing that I respect. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times I am really big on doing my leg work beforehand. Yeah. So if I know somebody's coming to town, if I know something's going up, I'll send the emails out to that management person. Mm -hmm. I'll send the email out to that PR person and I'll, I'll work that and I'll try to go ahead and navigate it. And because that is who can let you know that it can happen. Yeah. You know, as opposed to now, sometimes you just don't know. Sometimes you just look up on Twitter and somebody's like, Oh, I'm, I'm here at Linux. And you're like, mm -hmm. Whoa, they're here. Yeah. You, know, you, don't, you didn't know, you don't, you don't know. So you might take a shot in the dark, but you respect that because just like you said, you know, when you start learning that game, Word gets around quick. Mm -hmm. Just like how we were talking about artists annoy us about sending us things like that. Well, it's the same thing with different artists. If they send your face, like, man, every time I come to Atlanta, this guy just walks up on me blind and try to get mm -hmm. an interview and stuff, like as opposed to you getting in contact with same thing. Like we have to we have to look at what we do as media people as well, kinda of like artists. Yeah. So we have to start doing the legwork. We have to start meeting these PR people. We have to start reaching out to their contacts. And, and, and going through that legwork because to be honest, the artist just shows up a lot of times. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you're right. The artist just show up like, man, you, especially at that level. Like when you're yeah. on the come up, then it's a little bit different. But once you establish, man, it's like you really like, yo, what time to show? Four right. o'clock? What time? Right. What time? Um, sound check? Yeah. All right. All right. Two thirty. All right. I see you at two thirty. And, and another point, I'll give you another quick story. This this about, you know, being professional. Uh, and being about your craft, whether you're big or small, be professional. Mm -hmm. You know, I respect it's one thing I respect about your podcast and when you carry yourself. And I give you an example. I was in Seattle for the Bumbershoot Festival. If you're not familiar with Bumbershoot, look it up. It's a, one of the largest festivals in North America. Mm -hmm. uh, it's in Seattle. It's, it's been going on for like 50 years. Everybody from, I mean, Ray Charles to Public Enemy, everybody's played there. It's wow. an amazing festival. And they cover all different genres during Labor Day weekend, three day festival. And so last year was my first year going and attending his media mm -hmm. and I saw SZA perform, the young lady okay, SZA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like she her, I, I like her style. And so she gave her performance and afterwards she basically was, you know, in the, in the back of the stage and she was just taking pictures with everybody and meeting everybody and just doing all kinds of stuff. So I was waiting my chance, biding my chance. Once again, being observant, I saw her DJ, the guy who was DJing, mm -hmm. started rapping with him, started talking with him and stuff and everything, and just catching. We started talking because I knew that they were in Vancouver the night before, and they were playing with some DJs that I knew. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey, you're playing with so-and-so. I think you're playing with Andre Power and people from Soul Action. They're like, yeah, yeah. He was like, okay. I said, well, listen, man, I'm just trying to get a quick interview and everything like that. He said, well, yo, I'm going to, um, I'm I'm he said, I'm going to give him my card. Mm -hmm. He said, okay, give him a card. He said, I'm, I'm going to give it to a manager. I'm, I'm trying to see what's up. He came back, and he was like, yo, I, um, I gave your, your card to a manager. I'm going to see what's up. I said, who's the manager? He's like, Punch. I said, oh, Punch from TDE? He's like, you know Punch? I said, well, I don't know him. I said, of course, I know his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Punch from TDE. So he said, cool. So he started rapping. I kid you not. Punch walks out. You know, he's a very laid-back person. I don't no, yeah. I've, I've never met him. I never but met him. He's laid-back, but he's about business, too. I mean, yeah. like I said, you know, he's handling the careers. You're talking about. Kendrick Lamar, you're yeah. talking about SZA, Isaiah Rashad, Schoolboy Q. Yeah. You know, TDE is very close knit. He literally he walks up to the gate. And he's a he's, he's not a small guy either. No, yeah, <laughs> either. Yeah, yeah. Punch is not a small, very intimidating guy. You know, I mean, not be negative, but he just he's yeah. just a, not a small figure. And he walks up, and he kind of looked like you know, asked the DJ like, Where, "Where's this guy wants to do the interview?" And he points to me, and he looks at me. You know, at the time I got my shirt on and with you know branding, yeah, yeah. has my shirt. And he looks at the card. He looks at the shirt. He looks at me. 
And he's kind of like, okay, this guy kind of looks like he might be officially yeah. wants to think. Say, so what are you trying to do, man? He said, you trying to do, you know, audio, video. I said, I just want to do audio, man. He said, all right, so come on with me. And then, you know, yeah, I literally went backstage, you know, like the people, you know, in the festival tried to stop me. He was like, nah, he's with me. He's like, mm-hmm. come on. And he was just like, all right, here you go. You know, and I was backstage. Now I was in the press, t- you know, in the, in the, mm-hmm. in the tent. Uh, it was not quiet, but got, you got to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's not my job. Like, all that stuff's not, not his problem. Yeah, it's not his problem. Like, you want the interview. Here's the interview. <laughs> here's the interview. Go. Do what you got to do. You got to do. I set my little recorder up and I just went to it. Yeah. And, and, and but, you know, the thing was, I think had he came out there and I was like, kind of looking kind of crazy i don't think he ever would even acknowledge it he's no. like man i ain't doing yeah, it. yeah, yeah. This, guy, like, this guy's not serious so if you're not serious other people are not gonna be serious as well yeah i mean and people can read that man you know i, w- I want to make sure that um we get into what you got going now um well you are doing those things but this new thing that you're working on the uh the podcast oh yeah um, so i gotta make sure that you're promoting this podcast man because uh, it's a great idea and i remember when you first told me about it um and, and you showed me the trailer and stuff you know definitely a dope podcast the round table the odell's round table odell's right? round table yeah. yeah so um give us give us the you know the, the breakdown <laughs> of what you're doing here man on, on this and when we can look forward to you know um hearing all the shows and everything Listen, I appreciate it. Odell's Roundtable. It's it's really uh, and once again, like I said, my name's kind of like the the forename of it. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I have a team I'm working with, and and, and most importantly, my brother Dre Day, uh, who I've grown up with since Oklahoma. I mean, I've known his brother forever, and you know, he and I pretty much put the podcast together. It, it kind of started of just having conversations, mm. uh, mainly a lot of times. You know, right now it's kind of centered around relationships, and so my brother Dre Day and I, you know, we're both single guys. Uh, you know, living in Atlanta, you know, we're not young guys either, you know, so we, we have experience and stuff and we would just talk about different things, especially, you know, pertaining with women and stuff like that. And a lot of times, you know, we're always right because it's just us, <laughs> you know, we're, we're just two dudes talking about women. So of course we're always right. I mean, we're just, you know, who, yeah, how, yeah. how can we be wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I would always say, you know, I was like, well, you know, let's, you know, let me, let me get some ladies in the conversation, gotcha. you know? And so Dre would be like, well, you know, Dre's very, you know, straightforward like that. So, I was like, you know, I really want to get a platform where we have real conversation. I don't want it to be. So the, the objective of Odell's roundtable is not sitting around like I'm some expert dating relationship guy mm-hmm. and I'm giving you advice. And no, that's that's not the premise. So the premise is, is that myself and Dre Day, we are both two brothers that date and get out of here um, respectful. Um, and we've been in the game and we have experiences and we have different things that we think are some of the problems and some of the issues that are going on, especially more importantly with black relationships, because that's what we're at the end of the day. That's really what we're trying to improve. Yeah, is is relationships between you know you know men and women in general, but most importantly black men and black women. And so, I said I'm going to bring some ladies in, and you know nobody's trying to be experts. Nobody's trying to say we're going to solve a problem. But I, I feel like if we have those real discussions, mm-hmm. that's where the the you know the the gems will come from. Yeah. And then we'll be able to defend what we say. So a lot of those things that like, so I have to kind of take a, a back seat. I'm, I'm, I'm more of a moderator mm-hmm. and you know, trust me, Dre has enough <laughs> testosterone for both of us. So it's all good. So, <laughs> um, you know, he kind of has like he'll, different things that he'll want to say and points he has to get across. And all we ask is you sit at the round table that for one, you don't take anything personal okay, and that no, everybody's respectful as well, but you defend what you have to say and listen and 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 bring something real to it like don't 
you know, cookie cutter answers and all that kind of stuff. Like, nah, bring some real discussion. So gotcha. we, we have a couple of episodes that are out right now. You know, one was called the first day rules. We have another one out called uh, the size matter. Um, and then we have another one I'll be releasing this week. And if you go to my SoundCloud, if it's SoundCloud, uh, uh, dot com backslash art by Odell, A R T B Y O D E L L, you can hear it. And I'm working right now getting it on um, iTunes. I want to thank you. You've given me a lot of uh, advice and a lot of things to help get my podcast going. But uh, yeah, we, that's that's what it is. And you can tweet me at ortshow at gmail. Okay. ortshow at gmail. And also it's on Instagram, ortshow for Odell's Roundtable. And yeah, and hit me up at ortshow at gmail. And, and just hit me up and, and tell me what you think, different things. I, I get a lot of feedback and a lot of times I, I hear people that listen to it and the first, the good thing I've heard about so far is that people like the discussion. They, they feel like gotcha. it's honest discussion. Um, I do a good job. I do a job of moderating and not really taking sides, even, even though I am a male, you know, but I, I want to keep the conversation going smooth and I you know, inject a little humor in there as well. Gotcha. And we'll, we'll cover other things also, but right now it's, it's, it's just getting started, but I'm, I'm really enjoying it. That's dope, man. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm all for it, man. Like I said, I've been a fan of what you're doing and, um, you know, just a genuinely good person that, that you you know, when it comes to conversation, like, you can always count on Odell to, like, give you something real. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't <laughs> going to sugarcoat. You're going to tell him, like, look, man, this is just what it is, man. Like, you, you either like it or you don't. I'm just going to give you the advice that I can give you. Take it and leave it however you want to do it. So, you know, um, I think all of that really goes, you know, with your character and who you are. Um, man, what else, man? Is there anything else you want to you wanna get off your chest, man, before we uh, roll out? You know, I, I'll, I'll say this, man, is that, you know, with Atlanta, you know, I, I, I feel like, you know, the media is probably like that last bastion, like, like mm-hmm. that last domino to fall as far as taking over the top. I mean, you know, Atlanta has kicked, kicked the doors in in regards to music, um, just even fashion, mm-hmm. things like that. People come through Atlanta, but I still feel like, from a media standpoint, uh, there are some things we can improve on, and there are some things that I feel like the community uh, could embrace a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the one thing. I mean, we, you know, you look at, you know, there's some sites that are doing well, and it's not a thing to try to push my site or push your site or anything like that. But I'm just talking about this in general as far as how are things are looked at, because mm-hmm. I see so many people that come from a media place like a New York and a LA, and they'll come down here and they'll walk right into these opportunities oh, yeah, that man. people who live here, you know, necessarily can't even get into. Yeah. And, true. and the thing is, I think, you know, I would have these conversations with some people sometimes, and sometimes people were thinking that it was like, I'm taking it on a personal thing. Like, you know, you just want them to invite you. And it's like, no, it's, it's not about that mm-hmm. because I always had a mentality. Like we can all win. So if there is somebody here in Atlanta who they choose to have, you know, host a different event or something mm-hmm. like that or host something. Or if an MTV comes out here and they use somebody who's here, yeah. that helps us all Absolutely. on that media standpoint. And what that does is that also helps you local artists. It helps people like that because we can all, it's all reciprocal, mm-hmm. right? I think one of the best things that last year at the A3C, when we had the jforce.com Beats and Lyrics show stage, the, the best thing was, was that, you know, we had people like a Sky Zoo, Mm-hmm. You know, we had Master Ace closing it out. We had Cormega, you know, but we also had Black Tex. Yeah, yeah. We also had Yamin Somali. I also had Civil Rights. So it was, it was, 
Yeah, so we were able to put all of them on the same stage, mm-hmm. and that's what we were all about. And so I think that's the same thing. I, I just want, I just want more people. I think uh, you know to embrace. You know, if you if you're only reaching out to people when you need something, you're already kind of behind the game. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, and 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 so that's something that I say I check myself on as well. You know, I, I check myself. Say, hey man, make sure you know, are you just only reaching out to this person when you yeah, need yeah. something? When you need <laughs> you need to check yourself. So yeah. I think that's one of the things I, I I would like to see more. So that's why I'm excited when I see. You know, people like Ford Knox, you know, he he's, he he crashed it at uh, South by Southwest. I was seeing so much love mm-hmm. that he was getting at South by Southwest. Uh, yeah, you know, he did. was over in the Netherlands, um, you know, for the New School Rules Conference. Oh, yeah, I saw that. that was like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, he was, yeah. he was in the Netherlands. And so I like to see that because Ford Knox is one of those kind of people who embraces where he's at and he'll look out for you. Speaking of drops, he he gave me the best drop ever. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> that dude there, man, is like the king of drops and handshakes. I'm telling you, he's the king of drops and handshakes. If you if you have not been working out, I would suggest yeah. <laughs> you try to do like the shoulder bump or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, funniest thing, I'll, I'll never forget this. I had um, I was still getting a no for knots, but I already yeah, knew, yeah. kind of yeah. knew. Him. And it was an A3C probably about three years ago. Mm. And I was, I was, that's back when I was at the masquerade. Now, I was outside the masquerade. And I think it was myself and Roster Brute and, and Four Knox. And we was kind of talking. And this young brother, I don't, I think he was like from Texas or somewhere or something like that. And, you know, he could, you know, you get to see the energy with Four Knox. So yeah, you want to, yeah, you want to yeah. go talk to him. And he was like passing out flyers and stuff. And I looked at him and I saw him about to walk up to Four Knox. And I was looking, he was a small little dude too. Yeah, I was like, he wasn't ready. And I was looking like, I don't know, man. Like, he don't know. Like, oh, yeah. it's too. And he, <laughs> Fort Knox just grabs that brother. And he's just like, the eyes got big. Like, oh, my goodness. Like, I wasn't expecting this. Fort Knox, man. I'll tell you, man. He, Fort Knox, he, he's a genuinely good dude, man. I met I met him, like, oh, man, this was, like, years ago, man. Back, back. Um, I don't know if, it, well, you say you've been here about 11 years. So, you may know um, Ravella. She used to have, like, this, mm-hmm. um. Just have like a music conference type type thing. Okay. Um, versus, uh, I believe it was versus uh, management or something like. That. I've, I've I've got a name, but I met her back met, met him back then during that whole um, thing, man. And it was the same thing. I just wasn't ready. You know what I mean? I wasn't <laughs> ready for it because I just you know he has that type of energy where it's inviting. Like you got to talk to him. You got know to, what I mean? Yeah. And man, that dude that that depth from that. But but all it takes is one time. Right. One time. Once you once you deaf him up one time, you know what's coming. So it's like you prepare yourself. Going forward, but that right. that first doubt, boy, you like, all right. <laughs> but see, <laughs> the thing ready. the thing I like I love about that is that you know sometimes I think I don't want to say this real quick about Fortnite. I think what gets lost in you know his persona and mm-hmm. his you know enthusiasm and things like that. What gets lost, I think, sometimes is he personifies what I'm talking about as far as making sure let's all try to win. Yeah, absolutely. because Fort Knox, he has. Like when he really saw me really grinding, and he's like started looking like, wait a minute, okay, okay, well, did I see you? You doing these interviews, and you really doing this stuff, this and that. You know, he made sure that I got into the Pusha T show. Mm-hmm. You know, he made sure that yo Dom Kennedy's coming in town, and you know, I know you, you post a lot of his music on the yeah. site, and this is that. I'm gonna make sure you get into that show. You see what I'm saying? And and that was a thing of. Of him acknowledging and say, okay, you know what, this brother's getting down doing this mm-hmm. thing, because he wants to see that, you know, he because he knows, it's it, you know, it's it's not a thing where he's like, okay, I'm gonna try to gauge how 
much he goes, how yeah, he goes. Yeah, He's yeah. like, he knows, like, wait a minute, if Odell and Jay Force and the Beast and Lyrics show gets bigger and does bigger things, that's going to help the whole community out. That's it. That's, and that's what it's about, man. I think that's 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 a great ending point, man. Just um, you know, how can people connect with you if they want to hear more about you know the things that you're doing and they want to connect with you that you know want to be a guest on the show? What's the best way across the board for people to connect with you? The best way to reach me, uh, like I said, um, social media, everything is Art by Odell. That's A R T B Y O D E L L. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. Uh, that's my Gmail. Art by Odell at Gmail. Uh, just check me out, man. And, you know, I guess just real quick, I said the Art by Odell, uh, you know, I actually do have a background in art. I have a, yeah, I have, yeah. I have a BFA uh, from Arbor University uh, in visual arts and art education. And so that that's where all the, uh, the Art by Odell comes in. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember we had that conversation. <laughs> I was like, so, man, what's up with the Art by Odell? Okay. And then you told me, yeah, yeah. It is stuck with it, man. It's one of those no, things. it's dope, man. It's a dope name. Yeah, dope it, name. I said run with it. Go with yeah, it. Yeah, it, it grabbed a, a life of its own, man. So Yeah. Cool, man. Well, look, man, it's Jay Good is straight out of the end. I, I, I want to say I appreciate you coming sitting down, man. Um, it's, it's long overdue because I know we've been talking about doing this for like a while now. So, yeah, finally made it happen. We definitely have. And I, I definitely appreciate it. I appreciate oh, everything yeah. you're doing over here. Hey, man, no problem. Man. I appreciate you coming through. So, look, man, you know, like I always say, um, if well, hold on. Before I get to that, man, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Yeah. Um, I, I don't I'm, I'm not going to go through the whole spill. Just uh, find it. And subscribe. That's it. And yeah. rate it too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And rate and rate and comment. But you know, just subscribe. I I think that the, the information that you guys are getting here, you know, that is valuable. So you know, govern yourself accordingly. Go and subscribe, rate, and review. Um, but you know, if you have a dream, man, research that dream, pray that dream, pray on that dream, and work until that dream becomes reality. With that being said, I'm Jay Good, straight out the den. He's Odell. We out. We out. Peace.